I think because the story was so personal for me in regard to the loss of my brother and the guidance of my mother in being very protective of the story, as well as we didn't know what had happened to Lance, so there was no final way to feel. There was no chapter that closed. We were each in the family, each of us exploring in our own individual ways, and it was such an open-ended event. Uh, so more than how the war affected me, I was so personally affected by the loss of my beloved brother and the unity of the family and each event that was so clearly evident that he was not at. And I think after years and years, people didn't know what to say to us. They didn't know how to breach the subject, and that's not just common because he was uh, missing in action. It's common for all folks who have gone through tragedy, and people don't know, is this the right time to bring it up, the wrong time? But the situation we were in was so unique because we just, we didn't know what had happened. And even within our family, we didn't talk about it a lot. It's the way of that generation. It's what we did back then. Um, there were no support groups. I personally was in high school when Students for a Democratic Society was forming, SDS, and they were anti-war and they were having demonstrations at the high school I was at. And as I would exit the school and they were demonstrating, friends of mine that I had grown up with that knew Lance and knew us as kids were part of that group that was shouting out and saying specifically to me that my brother was a baby killer. I, um, I was speechless. So I was just trying to get through to the, the end of this story, the end of this chapter, what happened? And, and when the war was over, that wasn't it either. That didn't end it for us either. We really didn't know what had happened to Lance. The first time we heard any details was when we were sitting in the White House as my parents received posthumously the Medal of Honor for Lance. When that citation was read, those were the first details I had ever heard. And I only heard the words emaciated, tortured, and I'm sure that's the same for other family members that were there. So as Lance's story became more widely understood, particularly in the military. Um, the details of Lance's story really didn't come to us until decades later. Because after all, who's going to tell us that? And there were only a few witnesses to it. And as I began this journey into telling Lance's story in a, in a broader stroke, and a broader brush stroke, I began to talk to the individuals that were really part of that last three months and I learned more than I had ever known before. There was a book written about Lance Into the Mouth of the Cat um, by Malcolm McConnell. And Malcolm McConnell had interviewed all of the individuals that were with him, uh, other individuals that he grew up with, other friends, and wrote this book, Into the Mouth of the Cat, that was released, I believe, in 1983 or 84, telling much of the story and the details. And, and so now I, I probably have more understanding when the Vietnam War started, I'm a young girl. We're, we're, not, we're not seeing it on the TV every day and we're not getting social media 
information about it. We don't, we don't really know what's happening. All we know is that the day my brother went over, which was in July of 67, I had a personal connection to, is he going to be okay? The politics of it, did I understand? No. Uh, I understand much more at this place in my life than I did as a, a young girl growing up. My father was very uh, involved in the political side of it and had some tremendous anger in regard to how uh, the war was being executed and again not knowing where his son was and a visual that is just heartbreaking is thinking of a father poring over maps at his desk trying to understand where his son was and not being able to do anything about it. The other thing I, I have come to so clearly know is how each of our lives has concentric circles that touch so many others. This is a perfect example of that. Because of Lance's life, would I change how that affected me? I wouldn't. He's one of the brightest lights in guiding me to finding my best self. If we, if we only look at the last three months of Lance's life and the way he died, and we only see the tragedy in it, we've missed so much. We've missed the understanding of how big our lives can become and who they can touch. And if we end it at the time we close our eyes for the last time here, where's the hope? Where's the hope in any of this? I know who I am. <laughs> and um, I know my intent. And my intent is nothing but love for him, those who loved him, uh, those who are touched by him. And so if I'm off the mark on something, it isn't by intent. <laughs> um, and so I, I um, feel very committed to this because of the love I have for him, because of the love I have for my parents, and because of the understanding I have by zooming out of this one story, how many lives it can touch, how much light it can shed for those who are in the dark. Maybe not all but some. And so this is one more story that can help you find your own personal North Star. If it can help you get back up again when you have fallen short. If it can help you understand what one life can do. So very often we think, oh, we're just in the masses and we're one of so many. We are one to so many just one and and we we do make a difference to those people around us and we don't even know we don't know what's coming in our lives and we don't know how our lives will impact generations to come so uh yep i'm i'm driven this is this is my mission <laughs>